All right, Pat's here with his Harry Carey uh, reading glasses today, ready to talk some right. baseball with us. That's right. Uh, speaking of Harry, uh, I was talking to you guys about the. Uh, I wonder what's wrong here. I'll see. You. Okay, there you are. Oh, we got I you. was. Uh, I was. Uh, you know, I, I told you guys about the Vec documentary that's coming out on Showtime and the mm-hmm. disco demolition derby stuff. And one of the cuts in there is Jimmy Pearsall talking about what crazed morons these people are that are running out of them. It was, it is incredible that Major League Baseball would allow two loose cannons like Harry and Jimmy Pearsall to be in the same booth for like five, six years for the White Sox. That would never happen today. They would not be able to survive with the current Orioles management, <laughs> no. which uh, which was uh, upset because uh, someone mentioned that they lost a lot to a team a year earlier. Yes, but, pa- is- but Patrick, you you are right. I, I've seen some clips in the past couple of days since the White Sox blew out their uh, president and GM. That White Sox studio show on NBC Chicago is <laughs> oh, incredible. They are just, <laughs> I see what, I well, see what all, just- like, like the host tees up. He he's pissed. He tees yeah. up Gian. Gian goes crazy. This is the greatest no, TV I've ever seen. Because this isn't a wave of your hand. This isn't a wave of your hand. You got to start down on the bottom with the rookies. You got to start down and go all the way up. He was going, and then he was saying, and you got to get guys who played in the major leagues, not some guy, you know, who can tell these guys how to succeed, which, of course, all the old timers always say is you got to have guys who played. But uh, Ozzy is the two. To have Reinsdorf allow Ozzy to be on the pregame show is is fantastic. It's it's incredible. Uh, you know that that show's ratings got to be twice as good when the White Sox are bad than when they're good, yeah. doesn't it? So do, uh, does Reinsdorf have a stake in the TV network? Well, I think the White Sox would probably have some kind of uh, influence, wouldn't they? But that's the, know, but they? that's the great thing if they this, if they are the first team ever that understands. Hey, let the content operate and do great yes. content. And yes. if it's if they rip you, they rip you. And then you run the yeah. team over here. This would be putting Doug Minkavich on Bally's, <laughs> which we should. We should. Yeah. Yes. Should. If not in the cl- if not in the dugout, <laughs> yeah. in some form. To, is he, uh, is he, what's he doing now? Not the coaching his kids' team, some fifteen-year-old team down there, and but he. He's doing something that allowed him to be in contact with this Jenkins guy that the Vikings, that the Twins drafted. Yeah. Doogie Doogie talked to him and he's getting his degree so he can be an actual D1 coach. He's getting a, he's getting a bachelor's degree. Yeah. He's actually getting his degree. How about, uh, how about uh, Dougie to replace uh, John Anderson? That'd give you a little different fired up approach. wouldn't it? Oh, coaching the Gophers. Yeah. Yeah, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. How about that? I like this. It is Reckless Speculation Thursday here. Yes, yes it is. Yes. <laughs> Rumor, you know, some of the way some of these websites do it now is, will Menkevich be the next Gophers baseball coach would be <laughs> yeah. the headline, right? Yeah. yeah the, uh, right. By the way, I saw so I because I get the, when I pull up the Edge home screen, I see the same headlines you yeah. do. There was one today that yeah. said, and I didn't click on it, but it said, Vikings connected in trade talks with $34 million quarterback. Is, <laughs> is that what Trey Lance's overall contract yeah. is? Across? Yeah, it's it like, must be. Must okay. be. But 
it's it's the whole package deal connected just because somebody said they might have made a call to him last year yeah that is uh you know but they who's uh, you know, obviously, said you can have him for a six-round draft choice if you take some of the money, right? How, how does that work? Do We're they, about to find out. Can, they, can the other team, can it like the 49ers, get stuck with the whole bill in the NFL, or how does that work? I mean, in baseball you can, but I don't know if the NFL allows that, right? In the NFL, it kind of depends, and I, this is where we need a, like a Rob Brzezinski to, to come out from his office. <laughs> some of it depends on if bonuses were already paid and there's cap on the books for Mm -hmm. just accounting purposes versus like actual money being paid in the future. Mm -hmm. I think if there's money to be paid in the future, you can negotiate a trading team, eat some of it, Judd, I think. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure either, but uh, I don't know. Aren't you, uh, uh, I I can't see them bringing in, he must, he's, I, I saw him. He's a great athlete, but, you get the long arm delivery to me. He had that, uh, you know, yeah. Trey Lance. So, Debo. how can you be that wrong? I mean, you don't, and you only got to see him for one season and then one game, right? He played one spring game and then you drafted him and then you gave up all this ammunition to get him. And you're a pretty smart organization, normally, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But, whew. Maybe uh, maybe uh, Fleck was right when he said he should have been a uh, wide receiver, and that's why they go first and recruit him. They wanted or as a defensive back. They wanted him to be play safety. That's what they wanted him wow. to play safety. Supposed to be a really nice kid. I really never met him, but uh, you know, it's too bad. He just obviously, if you're if you're going to the well that they're going to as their backup quarterback, you're. Uh, you can't, you can't do her. And the other, and this Brock Purdy, you know, he played okay last year. He's not taking it, you know, doing that again. He's, he's as mediocre as you can get. So uh, they desperately need a quarterback, I think. And Trey ain't it, supposedly. Sam Darnold beat Trey out for the backup job. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, there's, there's more cases though of this, idea we have to get a quarterback. if we got one of the top five draft choices we have to reach like three rounds to take a take a take a quarterback you know hopefully we can get that quarterback it's you know you're you're given you're you're using a fifth round draft choice and a guy who uh 15 years ago it would have been a third rounder second rounder they're they're just you know christian ponder he would have been a you know, he would have been a nice Wade Wilson, sit there, wait four years, and maybe get to play. Instead, you want him to play six games into the season. He had no chance. It's just this this idea of getting the getting the cheap quarterback so you can then win, right? For the have that yeah. area, you know, that that window to where you can win because you're not paying your quarterback any money. Well, what's amazing about the Niners is it, it is one of the biggest because you know they gave up what three? It was like three future first to move up to yeah. get Trey Lance, and they're fine. Like they, yeah. they, they at some point yeah. they do need a better quarterback, but it kind of yeah. it's kind of amazing how great they are at everything else, building the rest of the defense and you know the yeah. McCaffrey trade and everything that they can they can whiff that badly, give up that many resources, and still be one of like the four main Super Bowl contenders. You know? And this is why I get upset when people tell me the Herschel Walker trade is worse than the Rudy Gobert trade. It's not even close. Herschel, you're mad because of the numbers you gave up. But they were fine with 
once they made that trade and they brought in personnel and they got their draft choices and they, you know, they got a couple of players from the USFL and, and stuff like that, but they were fine. He had a, Draft choice in the NFL and draft choices in the NBA are very different because you're only playing five guys. You're not playing 22 dummies. Yeah. So, although, although Anthony Edwards might just make it fine if he if he if he keep uh, Eric Spolster went on some show yesterday too and said, uh, yeah, he's he's going to be Dwayne Wade, pretty much. He's uh, really. Yeah, there's Steve, be, Steve Kerr and Eric Spolster who are coaching him for this FIBA team are both just like he's not that good guy. a shooter though. He's not as good a shooter as Dwayne Wade, but he's a. I think he's a better player. Well, Wade Wade wasn't, but Wade wasn't really a three point. Sh- Wade was more of a, like the first five or six years of his career was get to the rim. You know, yeah, yeah, he true. shot he shot ten free throws a game. You know, until he got old, mm-hmm. which is some. Anthony Edwards could use a few more trips to the free throw line. I would say for sure. And speaking of Dwayne Wade, are he and Gabriel Union Union still an item, or is that, yeah. that thing commercials together? Yeah, they're still good. Well, that's a that's a pretty good career, man. You're a great NBA player. You get to win some titles, and then you marry Gabriel Union. That's what a what a fantastic. She's about like ten years older than he is too. There's definitely an age gap there. But uh, she's, uh, you know, she's (laughs) still high profile. So anyway, so so anyway, the uh, our uh, our Vikes yesterday got O'Neal back. That's uh, pretty good, huh? Yeah, came out and played every snap. Took part in all the team drills, which was an important thing. Kirk lit him up, huh? Lit up the secondary, four long completions. Yeah, Kirk, the vertical passing game looked great. The short passing game needs a little bit of work no, at times. I disagree. But, the but yes, he, he got uh, Jefferson, Osborne, Powell, and Rager all caught uh, deep balls. I think the Cardinals' secondary, aside from Buda Baker, might be lacking a little bit, Pat. Yeah, they're they're probably not going to be any good. They had that boy. Their their window was about this wide, wasn't it? That lasted about two years. Yeah, and uh, Harris, his, yeah. This coach though, his resume is very shaky, isn't it? He's, he's like twelve years old. He, he yeah, is. I know. I yeah. know. And he, he yeah. was Zim's assistant. Their yeah. whole staff is ex Zim guys. For goodness sakes. Yeah. Exactly. It's, uh, it's uh, yeah. They uh, listen. If the Bidwells, the Bidwells still own them, right? Don't they yes. still own them? The yes. Bidwells still own them? They do. They do. They're underrated as a horrible operators because the Lions <laughs> and stuff, and they had a couple of blips, but uh, they were, you know, they were, they were, the Chicago Cardinals were just as bad as the uh, Detroit Lions, and then the St. Louis Cardinals had a couple, three decent years with Coriel, and then, uh, yeah. and then in Arizona, they've been horrible pretty much all the time. Cardinals yeah. damn near came here, right, Pat? Yeah, they, just, we had them, Cardinals. Uh, they were here for, uh, they thought they were going to get them, the Chicago Cardinals. And uh, they they had them here for, I think, two regular season games in 58 or 59, 58 at, at Med Stadium. And they, they were bragging about drawing 15,000 people for these games, something like that. I would just as just from looking back. And they thought they were going to get him, but the, uh, the guy who married the Bidwell widow, she owned the team. This I don't know which one of the Bidwells died, Stormy or one of them. And he was from St. Louis, a guy named Walner. And that's a Sid story. And so he moved him to St. Louis and uh, oh. instead of day here. So that's Good. how that worked. Dodge that's how that worked. <laughs> well, yeah. Other, yeah with, by now they might have cashed in and had different owners. So anyway. Yeah. 
that was uh, that was that story. They, yeah, we were very. You go back and read the clips. A crowd of fifteen thousand showed up to show our love for the NFL. Come on, show up. Come on and play here at Met Stadium. Of course, that was damn near capacity back then too when they first built it. Yeah. Hey, are you uh, are you buying or selling T.J. Hawkinson? So he's missed three weeks of of practice now. <laughs> it has been confirmed by Diana Rossini, NFL insider, now at the Athletic that that the two sides have been working on a contract, but they're far apart. He's going mm-hmm. into the last year of his contract, and so he had the ear infection. Now he's got the sore back. It's his mm-hmm. th- three weeks. He has not practiced in full yet. Well, Judd is the one who confronted him on it. Uh, what was his uh, response? Well, at that t- point in time, he just he was pushing through the ear thing. You know, it was real tough, yeah, real man. difficult. That was a day before the back thing, and the, yeah. the ear thing was yeah, fine. Yeah, he didn't tell me his back day. hurt. Yeah, yeah, he didn't he didn't get to the back hurt, but uh, I don't know. It is suspicious, that's for sure. And as I said the other day, anything NFL players can do to put the pressure on management, I'm in favor of. Because when push comes to shove, they're going to screw you. Just remember that anytime they can. Whatever they give you now, three years from now, they're going to try to take half of it back. Don't worry about that, pal. So get all you can right now, TJ, because they, uh, you know, any chance they can, you know, ask my guy, Chad Greenway. Chad, you got to <laughs> take half the money we promised you because you're not going to play that much. And then you play 400 plays and they don't give you the money back. They don't yeah. give you anything. They just tough bananas, buddy. Chad was, yeah, they went, Chad was such a nice guy too. They, they just, every, it was like four years in a row. They're like, ah, we're kind of up against the cap. What can we do? Let's call yeah, Chad again. Let's screw Chad again. <laughs> Harrison Smith now, same exact thing. Yeah. Just yeah. Slashed his contract, said, hey, how you want to come back? You're going to take a lot less. Up having it? How, much, how big a hit do you have to take? Do they know? Do we know? I don't remember, but I think it's fairly substantial compared to what what he, he was supposed to make because he was good, he was mm-hmm. being paid like a top safety. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's, it's the, the fact they can still get away with this, and they're going to get away with as we talked about the other day. They're going to get away with adding an 18th game, and the the players are going to get nothing of substance out of it except another twenty bucks. Or yeah. Yeah, I mean they'll you know they'll be able to feed their families and whatnot, but it is uh, yeah the yes. league has a lot of leverage in the arm wrestling match for sure. Yeah. So, uh, gentlemen, have, have we uh, counted our AL Central championship before the reality of the situation? Uh, what are we down to now? Is it four? We're four, uh, we're four and a half over Cleveland, half. but they got the Dodgers, so you got to think it'll be five. They'll probably split today if they if they're lucky. They got they play them too because that game got suspended yesterday. Mm-hmm. But the Tigers seven back and they have the tiebreaker because there's no one sixty three <laughs> anymore. Right. It's regular yes, season. Do. It's regular season, and the Tigers, you know, these guys. I don't. They managed to trade Jorge Lopez, who was terrible, and get a worse pitcher. They did. They, they managed to do that, right? They. They gave up on Jorge, my guy Jorge, who I hate to admit was my guy, was terrible. He's getting them out most of the time in Miami now, and the guy you got is god-awful, and he had been god-awful for two or three weeks before you traded for him. So that's an end. Mark down another one for our uh, fellas. The only guy they could get was him. And uh, Floro, he's unusable. Now Pagan comes in, and when you really, really want him to get some outs, he gives up a home run. 
So uh, <laughs> I mean, that's, that is that's his career. Yeah, that's yesterday, literally his career. The old bar hadn't been that good since he came back. So they're down, and then Johan, you try to get two innings out of Johan. They had Winder warming up for the tenth, and they decided to run poor Johan out there again, and uh, and get they end up getting beat. So I don't know. I don't know. We might be overconfident. Texas coming to town with that good hair hitting. Six so I was looking up Carly. Hard. I was looking up Carly. They got a concert after the game. Carly Pierce. Carly Pierce. Yeah. yeah. I was. I'd never heard of her. I was looking her up. She's she pretty had good. Some hits. She yeah. was. She was the female singer of the year just a year ago. And you get to watch her for free. I was trying to figure out why the game was at six ten and not. 640 and it turns out it's because of carly pierce that's great yeah the new uh the new the new extra innings rules allows you to pretty pretty reliably put concerts at the end of the night because you know the game's <laughs> yeah, not gonna and be they're gonna start yeah. a little early and uh so what did what do they do when they have a post-game concert uh, she she give you an hour maybe yeah uh, I mean, so well so t-pain t-pain played for like an hour yeah really yeah so they've done that that's uh but it, it's, it's to attract a younger crowd, I would imagine. Yeah. Cole, Cole Swindell played last in. year, and it was like two hours. He was on there for like almost two hours last night, or uh, last year, excuse me. But to get them more interested, hey, this is a nice place to go, even if there's not a concert. Is that is that what it is? It's promotional yeah, type I, of thing. I, I, it's mostly just a cash grab. They leave the bar open, and they get, yeah. you know, five or 10,000 oh, more okay. fans to come to the game. And yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, good. Good for them. I don't know that, like, the – I'm not. I don't know that the people that are going to like the Cole Swindell or the Carly Pierce concert that aren't baseball fans are there uh-huh. thinking like, you know, I got to come back for that Royals series. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially the beer so prices. Judd, yeah, mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna take your once again. They're stealing another idea from here. They're gonna try Julian at first base, huh? It's not my idea. I I was <laughs> fearful of this. I well, expressed my concerns yes. earlier with Dukes. These idiots are going to put him at first base in like the the seventh <laughs> positionless baseball. Game. What if what if Julian yeah, can be a starting inning. pitcher and you can have him also <laughs> take the DH <laughs> yeah, out? Yes. Yeah, know? Julian. We're gonna, uh, oh you know, at first base it is very important to catch the ball, which is what he doesn't do well. So that would be. I mean, it's the it's the easiest position allegedly, but you still have to catch the ball. And we've also seen. The downside of having somebody who can't scoop the ball out of the dirt once in a while, right? We've, yes. There's been a few. There's been a few plays uh, blowing in that uh, situation, but they were ahead. What five to one yesterday? Five to one one time, six to three for sure. I don't know. I think they were ahead five to one and blew that one. So we'll I don't know about them. I'm we'll still see. not. We'll see. Epic collapse. Sixty-four um, Phillies. 69 Cubs. Yeah, they were not. Yes, but those teams were actually trying to win something. You know, yeah, this is to true. To win the Central. You can't be accused. You can be ridiculed for losing the Central, but it can't be an epic collapse because you've yeah. never gotten high enough to collapse. You've been mediocre as hell. Correct. Yeah, you, yeah, you've only climbed about halfway up the building, so you're not yes, falling. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, so. you're right. All right, Pat, well, we got to <laughs> run. We got to get Judd's camp notes uh, rocking on okay. Purple Daily, but we'll talk to you again tomorrow, sir. All right, gentlemen. See you. See you. Goodbye. All right, there's Royce Unchained, presented by our friends over at Power Lodge and Miller Marine. So Power Lodge celebrating 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. 25 days of deals. On the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, stop in 
to any of the Power Lodge locations in Brainerd, Ramsey, Anemia, or Sauk Rapids, or go to PowerLodge.com.